This is Up for Debate, episode number 255, recorded May 25th, 2023. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast that is both in love with dads and with love with dads. No, that, that can't be right. I'm Sean Jennings. I'm joined by Matt Mariani, resident dad expert. From Russia with uh, with dads. From from Russia with dads. See, this is a dads. good one. Our... Yeah, they write themselves. How are you doing, Sean? You ready to get back to the, the dad dating scene? Listen, it's May 25th, Matt. It's the last it opportunity to get this done in May. If this stretches into June, I'm going to jump headfirst into a wood chipper. Okay, so. Father's Day is uh, only a few weeks away. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I think no. Uh, maybe aligning here. We've got Pride Month and we've got Father's Day. We've got, I think the, this might be, uh, this might be written in the, in the stars, as they say that, that, uh, it's, um, it, it might be fated to be. Yeah, Matt, I swear if, if we get to the end of dating Craig and you say to me, well, Sean, now we have to date all the other dads. Uh, I'm permanently retiring from podcasting. Well, I actually have a, uh, <laughs> I actually have an interesting um, twist that I think we could add on the show. Uh, which maybe maybe I'll discuss once the game gets uh, gets going okay. and uh, underway. But uh, I did, I've got I've didn't got know we needed thoughts. a twist. I've got some I've got some thoughts okay. that I would like to share with with you and with the lovely audience no. at home that has been following oh our dad based adventures. Okay. And, uh, well, what you have to say about that? On that highly suspicious note, um, why don't we bring up the dream daddy here and uh and get to work matt uh as we resume our game from last week okay take us away while i'm doing my afternoon word jumbles i hear the mail truck pull through the cul-de-sac i wonder if we got any coupons today the nice mail person slides a couple letters and a large yellow envelope through the slot it takes a couple of tries for them to get it in Hey, my coupons are here. I take a closer look at the large yellow envelope. Hmm. Lightly knock on Amanda's door. She probably has headphones on. Amanda? She yells through the door. What? (laughs) I have something for you. I'm kind of busy right now. Can you come back later? Okay. I just thought you'd want this big old envelope we got from HIA. Immediately, Amanda pushes her door open. Horn Institute for the Arts? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, uh, if you're busy, I can come back. I didn't see the text appear. When you said that, so I thought you were oh. thinking up that that was what it was called. I didn't know <laughs> a little bit of a delay. The university. That, that, yeah, of course. Uh, you haven't heard of the world famous? Uh, mm-hmm. Father, please. I hand her the envelope, which she tears open with her teeth. That's probably bad for your teeth, Amanda. She doesn't seem to hear me and spits out a piece of envelope. She's not well. 
She pulls out a letter and unfolds it. And... The suspense is killing me. This is her dream school. Amanda's face is unreadable. I can't believe this. Oh, honey, it's okay if you didn't. I got in. <gasps> oh, my. I got in. Amanda tosses the letter aside and gives me a big hug. Congrats, sweetie. That is amazing. I'm so proud of you. She pulls away and looks at the letter again. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread it. It actually says I I'm a huge moron. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I really can't believe I got in. Well, of course you got in. You're a great student. And you nailed that interview. And your photography is incredible. Wait, Dad. I know this one's really expensive. And it's so far away. I think for a moment. HIA was one of the more expensive schools that Amanda applied to, but I know she's had her heart set on it for the longest time. It'll be tough, but we're going to make it work. Really? Of course. Amanda hugs me again. Thanks, Dad. Okay, sweetie. We're going to go celebrate tonight. Dinner, your choice, wherever you want. Wherever? Well, we got a budget now, Amanda. I got to afford this <laughs> new college here. You can't be uh, spending your tuition. So when we so when we go to the when we go to the soup kitchen, make sure you mention <laughs> how we're homeless. <laughs> Amanda and I walk along the bayside, tearing into our foil wrap burritos from a nearby food truck. Yep, see they. Uh, that was a good choice, Amanda. You could have chosen anywhere in Maple Bay. Cost was not a determining factor. Please, Dad, you know I'm a simple gal. Just give me a Rito with a view. I can't say I'm mad. Amanda and I sit on a patch of grass and watch ships sail lazily through the bay. And the dorms are right near a bunch of cafes, and there are all these galleries nearby, and there's a discount if you bring your student ID, and... Amanda, slow down. You're going to choke on that burrito. I know. I'm just excited. Did I mention that students get their own studio space once they're seniors? And we get all the professional photo editing software for free? It's nice to see Amanda so enthusiastic about HIA, but I wish she wouldn't do it between bites of her burrito. I thought I taught her to chew with her mouth closed. I wonder who my roommate's going to be. You take a survey online and they match you with someone with a similar major and interest. I bet we're going to be best friends. Craig and I were best friends. A good roommate can also be a lifelong friend. And sometimes more than that, Amanda, if you know what mm -hmm. I mean. But don't even get me started on bad roommates. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. We didn't have a bad roommate in the bunch. Our only other roommate was a puppy that Craig brought home one night. We spent a semester fabricating a whole story about our new foreign exchange student who had a really bad cough that sounded exactly like a dog's bark. That's not a thing. Carl ruled. They named the puppy Carl. Mm. Well, he was a foreign exchange student. Oh, they let you have animal in dorms if you get a note saying you need one. I bet I could forge one. I think I'd get a rabbit. Or maybe a snake. Or maybe both. Would the snake eat a rabbit, though? Oh, boy. I think I'll leave all that up to you. She's so excited. I don't want to disappoint her, but I need to be real for a second. 
Amanda, you know somebody in a leather jacket by the name of uh, <laughs> Robert? So, so, you know I had that talk with Mr. Vega. He didn't tell you about the dumpster fire, did he? What? D- dumpster fire? No, no. I don't want to put a damp on the good news, but uh, I need you to really knock it out of the park these last few months of school, okay, honey? You really want to go to Horny's, then we need that scholarship money. I know you can do it. Okay, I promise I'll try harder. I pat her on the back. Think you can handle a 14-hour drive to come home for the holidays? There's going to be some treacherous ice roads to cross. Where is this college? Antarctica? Where the hell is... (laughs) If they're in California, I'm assuming they're in California, like the Bay Area is what I would say. So, ice roads, that's 14 Minnesota? Where, that that's farther than 15, 14 hours alberta Idaho, maybe idaho and don't even get me started on the paranormal occurrences what well it'll be worth it if i get to see you my eyes immediately well up with tears oh dad don't cry i'm sorry amanda i'm i'm just very very proud of you you're all grown up now And you're such a good person, and I I hope you know how important you are to me. Dad, stop. You're going to make me cry, too. It's too late, honey. It's happening. Dad, I can't get tears in my burrito. It's going to make it taste sad. (laughs) I pull Amanda in for a hug and kiss her on the forehead. Love you, kiddo. Love you, too, pops. (laughs) And scene. Oh, we're back on dad book. So now's the time where I'm going to drop the bombshell, Sean. Ready for this? Okay. So I was mowing my lawn the other day and I'm uh, shocked. You've already blown it wide open, Matt. That's what what a twist. That's just the first surprise of many. Oh, boy. I and I, I didn't have my earbuds in. And when I don't have my earbuds in when I mow the lawn, it gives me a, a time to actually like think about things. And so my thoughts immediately turned, of course, to Dream Daddy because there's no other pressing issues in my life. So I was thinking about, right, our, 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 rela- our burgeoning relationship with Craig, okay? And I... I, I genuinely don't know if Craig is the dream daddy for us. We could talk this over, but I, I went through the list and I said, if not, well, you know, Craig is great. He's a great guy and all great guy, great dad. No question about that. But he seems to, you know, he has, he has priorities. You know, he's got two very young kids, which means that, there's years and years before they get to be Amanda's age and, and leave the house until then we're going to have to really shoulder the, 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 the brunt of raising those two kids with Craig. Right. And Craig's a great guy and all, but he's changed. He's not the Craig we knew in college. He's not that he's not kickstand Craig anymore. He, kickstand a, Craig. But he's yes. not a kickstand Craig. No, he's, he is a new, he's, he's, he's dad, Craig, dad, Daddy Craig, right? And Daddy Craig, I, I don't know if if we're ready for that kind of, of commitment. We're, we're going to be empty nesters. 
Amanda is about to leave the house. And I and I went through the list. I said, if not Craig, then who else on this list kind of can can satisfy us? And I was thinking Robert. I was thinking about Robert. Wow. My thoughts kept wow. back to Robert. I was like, you know, he's he he's 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 kind of, you know, he's got a bad boy thing going on. But we could probably change him, right? We could probably like work our magic and and turn him into a good guy right we can that's of, it's yeah okay we, we we could we could turn it we you know we can we can turn this bad boy into like a respectable guy so i i don't know unrespectable daddy i, I don't know um i also thought like hugo could be kind of injured he's a little boring in one note that's the thing is the rest of them just seem kind of one-dimensional to me well see i don't agree with that Robert wouldn't have been my pick. I would have gone with Damien. I think he's mysterious no. and potentially Damien a vampire. Last, no, Damien no. Is, is a cartoon I think character. so fascinating. But I could also see the case being made for Matt. I think Matt, there's a he's lot a hunk. Matt that I think we don't know. We haven't explored. He's Australian. He's Australian. He's got the accent. I think maybe we kind of get entangled with all these dream daddies and, and kind of <laughs> let them fight over us for a little bit. And then we see who comes out on top. So it'd probably be Robert because he probably owns a switchblade. But all um, right, just just so we're on the same page here, I want I want to be clear. We're talking the same language here, okay? The way this game works, yeah, is once you reach the dad book stage, each of these dads has three dates you go on, and if you successfully complete all three, you essentially fall in love with that dad, and you can come back and do it for all seven of them to fully beat the game. And what you're suggesting is instead of just following through on Craig, you want us to bounce around and try dating a bunch of the different dads. Yeah. Extending what has already been a six hour playthrough into potentially 12, 18, 24 hours. I mean, I, I really think that Elrond deserves the best and Amanda deserves the best. Elrond dad bod what do we name what do we name dad king <laughs> yeah elrond dad king elrond dad king deserve he deserves he deserves a oh, quality relationship buddy. with one of these dads i also wanted i don't know i want to know more about joseph maybe he's got that anchor tattoo there's some mystery there he's married to a woman uh and listen all right matt i'll make you a deal mm-hmm. okay this is this is co-host folks. You're listening to us negotiating live on the air here. Matt, I will make you a deal. We can try another date tonight, but this will be our last dream daddy for a while. And what we'll do is we'll save the game and this will be our break glass in case of emergency. We don't have an idea this week game that we can use throughout the rest of the year and into next year. I am totally ready yeah i'm totally game for that okay yep okay that sounds like a great idea okay so so who would we're on dad book matt it's your choice tonight we're gonna put greg to the side who would you like to date this evening um i think we should date craig Fucking, I'm gonna kill you. Are you a son of a bitch? I'm gonna kill you. This is this is you know, 
I, 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 I just I want to see. Yeah, let's see more of Craig. But I you, think, you've I officially think our, ended the show forever. Let's keep our options open. That's all I'm saying is let's not, you know, let's not jump headlong into Craig's story. So yet. was this a scheme to me to commit to doing more dads, even with us still doing the plan that was today's to plan? Waters, I just wanted to tell oh, you, son of a bitch. I'm so I'm so upset. I will get my revenge. You just uh-huh. wait till Sean Timber, man. You're going to feel pain. Good. I, I, All right. I, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Craig, it is. Let's get uh, let's get it on with Craig. So we are going to message Craig. We successfully completed date number one. Let's see what happens on date number two. Are there any like consequences or repercussions to dating more than one dad at a time? I don't think so. Mad at you or something? No, I don't believe the dads know each other. Well, I guess they do because they were at the barbecue. At the cookout. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I really want to get some good quality time in with Craig. The last time we hung out, he was so busy with the kids and fending off flirty moms that I feel like we barely talked. See, this is what I mean. Those are the obstacles we're talking about here. Ever since the first time we hung out, I've been trying to get up a little early for runs. I don't think I'm going to be as embarrassing as last time. Maybe I'll even catch up with him now. I type out a message to him on dad book. Hey man, I've been training on my run game recently. Ready for round two? Craig responds almost immediately. Dude, of course. Emojis. <laughs> I uh, I don't know why he didn't just send an emoji rather than type it out. <laughs> Another message pops into my inbox from Craig. Let's meet up early tomorrow morning for my favorite morning activity. Brunch. Oh, yeah. He is, of course he's a brunch guy. Of course. Brunch. What's that? Oh, because it's spelled B-R-U-N with a lowercase C-H. You run, then you get brunch. (laughs) Craig and I agree to a time to meet in the morning, and I have a chance to spend the evening hanging out with Amanda. I've had enough of Amanda. I've had enough. She's leaving you, buddy. (laughs) Cut your losses. So, we doing pizza tonight? Again? Can't we do like a salad night? Dad, are you on a health kick? Uh, uh, not yet. I've formed a committee to examine the possibility of being on a health kick. They haven't returned with their finance. Dad, if you go on a health kick, then I have to go on a health kick by virtue of being under the same roof as you. I don't know if I have the constitution for that. Now, options. Do you say, don't worry about it? The committee is still out. Or, I'm sorry, Amanda, it's time. I'm sorry, Amanda. It's time. Not if I have something to say about it. Suddenly, Amanda lunges for the phone before I could stop her. She has the pizza place on speed dial, of course. These people are bizarre. Landline because it's <laughs> 1995. We know, we know how to program a speed dial. Hi, yes. Can I get an extra large pizza with chicken, bacon, extra cheese, and tomato? And a couple of the garlic sauce cups? Amanda, you're going a little north here. And you know how much I hate the north. Oh, right. Can you maybe throw in some leaves on there or something? Yeah, he's going on a health click. Yeah, Rico, I know. It's tragic. 
Just put it on my normal tab. <laughs> Amanda listens for a second. Hold on, I'll ask. Dad, is oregano a salad? <laughs> is oregano a salad or it's not a salad? What do we think? I don't I don't know. Oregano I think it's not a salad. It's not a say it's not a salad. Can't blame me for trying. Nah, Rico, I'm talking to my dad. We'll just go with the meat lovers fantasy. Sure. Say hi to the wife and kids for me. My wife is leaving me. Oh, <laughs> don't hang up. Please, please don't hang up. Man. She said the choice was between the pizza place and her, and I chose the pizza place. Rico says, hey. The food, guests, the food gets delivered, and we plop down on the couch to eat some za. Just be careful. Running is a gateway drug. It's a slippery slope, Dad. First, you go on a couple like jogs, and before you know it, you're converting the garage into a home gym and renewing your subscription to some sort of weekly kombucha delivery service. Do you know anybody that calls it za? Is that like a thing? I've only ever seen like, that on the office. I don't think I've ever. I, I know people who say it as a joke, but no, as somebody who does it like <laughs> regularly on purpose. No, that's insane. Good. Pizza's already a short and easy to say word. You don't have to shorten it. Correct. Question. Shoot. What's kombucha? Okay, so you aren't too far gone yet. I'm just giving you a hard time, Pops. I'm really happy you're running more and caring about your health. I want to keep you around for as long as possible. Uh, thanks, kiddo. Speaking of which, I'm going running with a Craig tomorrow. You going to be able to keep up with him? Hey, now, Amanda. Uh, prob probably not. We laugh and eat more pizza than is probably healthy in the name of carbo-loading. I call it a night early so that I'm ready for tomorrow. When I first started running in the mornings, it was pretty hellish. Now that I'm a few sessions in, it admittedly has become a little bit easier, despite it always ending in me dry-heaving over a trash can. Is that what the runner's high is? Just... Just dry heaving. I lace up my tennis shoes, throw on a t-shirt from a writer's summit I went to 20 years ago. I guess that's what I do for a living. Hmm. We didn't really specify. And I head out the door at a moderate jog. Craig is already outside with River strapped to his chest. Have you ever seen anyone run with a jog with a baby strapped to their chest? Incredibly dangerous. Maybe on the back but on the front you're gonna trip and land on the baby that's what i'm saying he's dressed head to toe in color coordinated running gear wow i look like a total schlub next to this guy he's just wearing what he always has he's out of your league hey bro morning craig river's gonna be running with us best as she can we're taking it to the limit aren't we kiddo good Oh, I know what that means. Craig hands her a stuffed toy, which makes her smile from ear to ear. That's Arnold the Capybara. Sometimes it's the only thing that'll get her to stop crying. I wish something could get me to stop crying. (laughs) (laughs) If only it were that easy. 
Oh, I've been there. Amanda used to have a stuffed panda that she carried around everywhere. She would have a tantrum if we even tried to wash it, and it was gross. So you've been running lately? Every morning for 30 minutes. I'm basically an elite athlete by this point, Craig. <laughs> well, I'll try and keep up with you, okay? It's not like you ate a lot of pizza last night, right? <laughs> oh, where are we headed? I was thinking that we could do a couple laps around the park. Okay, that sounds reasonable. Then we'll do some hill climbs up a slope. Uh, okay, I can probably handle that. And then we'll close it off by doing some wilderness survival hike running to increase our agility. I'm suddenly struck with the overwhelming need to crawl back into bed. That sound okay to you? I usually like to throw some timed murder sprints in there, but I'll go easy on you, since you're a beginner. That sounds like something I am able to physically do. Great. Let's get started. Craig and I finally arrive at the park. A few other lone joggers make their way around the perimeter and river waves enthusiastically at everyone we pass. It's a lot more peaceful in the mornings. Aside from birds chirping and river gurgling away in the stroller, it's been pretty quiet. All right, good warm-up. Oh, that was the warm-up? Let's start the show. But wait! Craig reaches into his bag and tosses me a... AK-47? No, it tosses me a water <laughs> bottle. I fumble it, but thankfully, I don't drop it. You gotta hydrate, bro. I take a long drink from the water bottle and feel reinvigorated. Man, I really don't drink enough water. Ain't that the truth. Hey. I look down and pick up Arnold, River's toy, and hand it back to her. You must have dropped this. Thanks for looking out, bro. You ready? Yeah, or my body is collapsing in on itself. Bro is definitely what I want my romantic interest to call me. Yes, um, sexy. I'm going to say yeah. We can't let we can't let him know that we're weak. We finally finish our however many teenth lap around the park. I'm breathing heavily, but I can't believe I actually didn't lose Craig. He's even breathing heavily now, too, which makes me feel a little bit better. I look down at my shirt and I notice I'm drenched in sweat. Huh. Almost looks like a frowny face. That's one. What? I'm just kidding. Good hustle out there. I'm really impressed. You're way better than last time. I launched you off a treadmill. Yeah, man, uh, you really pushed me to my limit just now. I can't believe I held on. Sometimes you just need someone there with you to push you to do your absolute best. I'm glad I could be that guy, bro. You know, uh, who's ready for hill climbs? I'm quite bothered by the number of times you keep calling me bro. Blah. <laughs> There's my little cheerleader. Elron, you ready? You say, uh, uh, or, uh. I don't know. What do you think? I'm torn between, uh, or, uh. Let's go with that one. You want to go with the long one? Yeah. 
You bet. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Craig takes me to a separate portion of the park where there's a steep hill that seems to go up forever. I strain my eyes to see some other joggers at the very top. So uh, what do we do now? We run up the thing. That looks like a lot. Elrond, there's two things you need to know about this hill. One, don't stop running till you get to the top. And two... Craig points to the top of the hill. That's not the top. Do you respond with, <laughs> ah, or, ah, or, ah. Let's go with the, oh. Go, the big, which, I don't know which one that is. The biggest one. Go big or go home. Let's do this. I knew it. I finally reached the top of the hill after making my way past what I originally thought was the top of the hill. Once there, I hunch over onto my knees and have a heart attack. No, I gasp for air. My lungs are like daggers poking my ribs. I can feel my heart in my ears. River, I'm having a moment here. Please. Who boy? Craig looks like he's taken a beating as well. Ha, huh. so he is human. Elrond, put your arms on your head and stretch out your elbows. It'll help you breathe better. I do as Craig says. Feels a little bit better, but I'm still in agony. And here. Craig tosses me the water bottle again. I hydrate like my life depends on it. Thanks, dude. Phenomenal work. You feel that lightness in your head? You're having a heart attack. We should get an ambulance immediately. Oh, uh, that's it. I thought I was just, you know, dying. Want to take it slow for a bit? I would like that very much. As we're catching our breath, River starts crying. (laughs) What's wrong, Sweet Pea? Do you want to play with Arnold? Craig looks around at us. Oh boy, man down. I think we lost Arnold. River keeps wailing. I've abandoned my child's toy. (laughs) We gotta find him, dude. A lot of dudes, a lot of bros. Uh, I don't know if you know what's going on here, Craig. (laughs) It should be simple, right? Uh, We just got to retrace our steps. I remember River having uh, last having it down at the bottom of the hill. Craig and I jog down the path, searching high and low for the stuffed capybara, which Craig takes his time to explain to me is a large rodent native to South America. We get to the place where River might have dropped it, but it's still nowhere to be found. Looks like we've got a mystery on our hands. We have to get to the bottom of this. Uh, I suspect foul play. Looks like this is a prom case for world-renowned detective Dad King. Dude, it's time for a bro-venture. He goes for a high five. A bro-venture. Yes, we're bros, you and I, Craig. Yes, brothers. We high five and decide to jog back to the park to see if we can find any leads. 
So it looks like there's a couple more places to check and some bros around here that we could interrogate. Good. More bros. Like us. Wait. We're bros. Wait. Yes, you and I. Simply brothers. <laughs> Wait, who's good cop and who's bad cop? This guy's delusional. <laughs> I think about it for a second. Well, I think that with your stature and overall resilience, you would make an intimidating bad cop. But on the other hand, uh, you do have an adorable baby strapped onto your chest, so that softens the edge a bit. I've got some handcuffs in my car, Craig, and... Uh... They're very fuzzy. All valid points. I think you would make a great good cop because of your congenial attitude and willingness to try new things. But then again, I've seen how you get when there are too many commercial breaks during a show, so you have the potential to be a very scary bad cop. I don't want to have to watch Meet Hell in three-minute segments with five minutes of commercials in between, and they're so loud. Commercials are so loud. I just want to watch I'm losing my, my mind. I just want to watch my shows in peace without people yelling at me to buy wiper fluid. Craig, you open up a box now, Craig. You open up a box and I, you can't close it. <laughs> but have you ever seen a commercial for wiper fluid? Never. It's one of Case the in point. I, one of the only things I haven't seen a commercial for is wiper fluid. Now, let's play it moment by moment. Smart. So... Where to, Brotective? Do we go to the playground, go to the field, or go to the woods? Hmm. Playground. Check out the playground. We make our way over to a small playground at the edge of a part of the park. The backdrop looks suspiciously like where we, where we met Brian. And had our our, uh, our daughters battle like Pokemon. A couple of kids play on the jungle gym while parents watch on the nearby benches. Over on one of the benches, I spot a familiar face. Uh-oh. Oh, who's it going to be? Do you want to look oh. for clues, interrogate Joseph. Joseph, try to calm River down, or move to another part of the park? Let's interrogate Joseph. Let's see what Joseph's up to. We jog over to Joseph, who seems to be deep in prayer, engrossed in his book, The, Good the Bible. Man. Joseph! Joseph nearly drops his book. Hey guys, I didn't think I'd see you two out here. Oh, Elron, are you exercising? I like how Joseph and Craig are very much the same energy wavelength. Maybe they should have gotten together. Yeah, and now that I'm looking at them side by side, they, they seem like mm. a power couple. More oh, so than yeah. us and Craig. Sure am. You know me. I just love to run and be healthy. That's kind of my whole thing. What are you reading, Joseph? It's a book called How to Convince Your Neighbors You're Straight. <laughs> oh, just a book on knots and rope tying. Hmm. Uh, for boats, boat ropes. Yeah, boat ropes. I'm not trying to kill my wife. I mean, not at all. Or myself? No, no, never. Right. Say, you didn't happen to see a stuffed capybara around here. What's a capybara? 
I'm pretty sure there are rules about capybaras in Leviticus chapter 3, verse 25. <laughs> it's a large rodent and it's native to South America. Joseph thinks for a second. Hmm, I haven't seen one around here. I'll tell the kids, my kids, to keep an eye out. I have kids and a wife. Oh, your kids are here? Joseph looks around. Uh, they were here a second ago. Uh, must have gone to explore the park. Very suspicious. Do you know where they could have run off to? They said they were going to the pet cemetery. <laughs> They're kids. They get into mischief sometimes, but they always come back. All right. Do you say, all right, thanks for your help? Or that sounds a little suspect, Joseph. Do you push him yeah. on it? Uh, I don't think our character would push him, but I kind of want to see what he says if we do. So that sounds a little suspect, Joseph. Mischief, you say. Like taking a stuffed capybara and sacrificing it to the devil. Like that kind of mischief. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Am I being interrogated right now? You have to tell me. Uh, no. Only if you did something wrong or thank you for your time, citizen. Thank you for your time. Um, what is the first one? No, but in parentheses, yes. We're saying no, but he doesn't buy it. I want to challenge him some. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Just doing our due diligence, Joseph. Arnold means a lot to River here. I mean, you're more than welcome to ask my children, Christian and Christy. I imagine they have their ears to the ground on all the latest playground drama. They might be somewhere around the woods. Thanks, Joseph. We'll let you get back to your rope book. Boat ropes. Boat boat ropes. It's boats. Boats. Tying boats. Uh, look for clues. Or, yeah, let's listen while we're here. Craig and I, two grown adults, walk onto the playground and begin examining it meticulously for clues. There's no forensic evidence here, no stray capybara hairs at least. After searching fruitlessly for some time, for some time, we look up. All of the parents are staring at us. Uh, we smile and we wave as we awkwardly slink away. That was a bust. Um, move to, yeah. This is a, this is a, uh, hmm. I almost went for the, the Joseph when I should be doing the Elrond. <laughs> This is a pretty nice playground. Might as well get a couple swings in. What about Arnold? Uh, maybe having a little swing might help calm River down. Might buy us some more time. That doesn't make sense, but okay. Oh, we got hearts. He loved hearts. that. Uh, you're right. She's about to go nuclear. This might prepare her for the possibility of us not being able to find Arnold. Life is cruel and tough but at least we'll always have the swings Craig straps River into the baby swing and gives her a gentle push she giggles 
I take a seat on the swing next to her and immediately realize that I'm stuck. River seems to love that. Craig eventually helps me out of the swing and we decide to get back to the investigation. We head back to the playground. Uh, try Yeah, move to another part. <laughs> Where to now, bro? Uh, let's uh, go to the let's go to the woods bro that's uh after all where the children are we make our way to the outskirts of the park there are a couple of benches by the dense tree line looks like robert's here all by himself this also seems like the perfect place to look for clues Ro robert is here joseph's twins must also be around here somewhere do we look for clues, interrogate Robert, or move to another part of the park? Let's look for clues. Craig and I search through the outskirts of the woods, hoping to find anything that might lead us to Arnold. There are a couple of cigarettes and empty beer cans scattered around the thicket. This is probably the hot spot for edgy teens to hang out at night and swear and stuff. But it doesn't look like... There uh, was any recent activity that might have been capybara related. This might be a dead end, partner bro. Joseph's twins must be around here somewhere. Hmm. Do you want to interrogate Robert or try another part of the park? We got to interrogate Robert, except he might stab us. But we got to we just got to we got to play it very cool. We also we also in a previous episode, if you recall, we have a little bit of a history with Robert. Uh, physical history so gotta be on the lookout for that we're with our new our new bro hey rob don't call me that okay uh, hi robert don't call me that either uh okay hey uh buddy what are you up to Thinking. This is my thinking bench. I have to get a solid two to three hours of brooding in per day, filling quotas, you know. Have you by any chance seen a small stuffed capybara around? Uh, capybara is... It's a large rodent native to South America, I know. So have you seen one? It's a stuffed one, not a real one. That would be weird. Hmm. Do you want to be a good cop or be a bad cop? Hmm. Interesting choice. You really, really stretch so, your range here. How do you think he's going to respond? Good cop yeah. or bad cop? Um, Robert doesn't seem like the type that would really be so responsive to good cop. So I think we should, I think we got to go bad cop here. I agree. All right, Robert, we've been nice. Help us out or I'm going to go off, learn how to fight, and then come back here and kick your ass. You learning how to fight, please. Well, fine. If you don't tell us what we want to hear, I'm going to spoil the season finale of Long Haul Paranormal Ice Road Ghost Truckers. You're bluffing. My buddy here doesn't play by the rules. Elrond will do it. Uh, yes. Thanks, buddy. Um, Caleb and Flint 
crash into a haunted... Stop! You're a monster! I'm Batman. Robert sighs. I haven't seen any goddamn capybara, okay? Crap. And I was really nailing the bad cop bit, too. I thought for sure we had something. Now what, bro? Joseph said the twins were around here somewhere, but I have no idea where we're supposed to find them. Wait, those creepy kids? Why did you tell me they had something to do with this? Maybe it was the Joker. Huh. Maybe I should have left the good cop, bad cop routine to the pros on TV. Yeah, Robert, bro, do you know where they are? I do. A lot of people underestimate the senses of a man who broods. I saw them lurking around here a little while ago. Where'd they go? Ran into the woods. I'd be careful, though. I don't trust them. But then again, I don't trust anyone. Not even you guys. Not even that baby. <laughs> I take that back. You're an old soul, kiddo. Thanks for your help, Robert. Please stay away from my child. The woods. Now, do you want to go deeper into the woods or move to another part of the park? Um, I guess let's go deeper into the woods. I stare into the depths of the forest. Who knows what could be in there? Are you prepared for what we might face in here? No or yes? No, I'm not prepared. On second thought, I think they might be able to smell the fear on me. Maybe we should give that a minute to dissipate. Seconded. <laughs> okay, which right. is a loop. So we can... All right, we're going to go yeah, to another I part of the would, park. Would do that, but I want to make sure we cover the field as well. I think the deep woods might be where we find our capybara. That would make sense. We wander out to a grassy field at the center of the park. There isn't a whole lot to see, but there are a few figures camped out on a blanket, and the grass could hold any number of secrets. It's apparently Matt and Carmenista. We can talk to them, we can look for clues, we can interrogate River, or move to another part of the park. Interrogate River? <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Wait. Let me try this. I've always heard that it's the culprit that you least expect is the culprit. I get eye to eye with River, who still looks like she's on the verge of tears. Do you go good cop or bad cop? Bad cop. No, I think you got to go good cop. Come on. It's a baby. All right. You old soft. We want him to love us. Oh, we get the hearts. Oh, we got the hearts for that. Okay. Hey, sweetie, believe me. Nobody wants to find your capybara more than me, but we need more clues, and I think somewhere in that baby brain of yours might have something that'll lead us to the perp. So what do you say, kiddo? Meh. <laughs> Baby's a thrill. I turn to Craig. We're getting nowhere with the witness. We maneuver back to the field and talk to Matt and Carmen Carmencita. Let's talk to Matt and his daughter. 
Carmencita spots us from across the way and waves. She's sitting down with her dad on a sunny green patch of grass. We jog over. Oi, dudes! Hey, bro. We just sat down for a picnic. Want some snacks? Got anything to increase my glycogen reserves? Uh, we have apple slices. Thank you very much, tiny bro, but I should be just fine. Oi, you guys working out? Good day for it. Yep, I'm the picture of health and athleticism. Good transition, Elrond. Say, you haven't seen a stuffed capybara around here anywhere, have you? Oi, what's a capybara? It's a large rodent that's native to South America. Wait a second. How do you know what a capybara is? You wouldn't happen to have uh, hands-on experience with one recently, would you? We learned about capybaras in the fourth grade. I think it's more suspicious that you know what a capybara is. Oh my god. What if I took Arnold? What if I'm the culprit and I just don't remember? I quickly check my body for any Polaroids I might have kept on my person to remind me of who I trust and and who I should not trust. I saw a memento once, and I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You ever see Memento? I've never seen Memento. Ah, it's a great movie, great film. Highly recommend. It's quite good. Good, good movie. Nothing. But what if that's what I wanted myself to think? No, Elrond, no. Don't let them win. Don't let them win. I shake off the thought. Or, I saw a couple of squirrels over by that tree, though. I don't know if that helps. But if you want to see some cute squirrels, you should definitely go over there and check it out, mate. Thanks for the hot squirrel tip, Carmen Sita. Well, we better get moving. Gotta find that capybara before River here has a breakdown. Oi, good luck! Let me get some uh, apples for the road. Carmen Sita hooks me up with some road slices, and we're on our way. Now, are we going to look for clues or check yeah. out those squirrels? Uh, let's look for clues first. Because we can always come back and we haven't found any clues yet. We carefully comb through the fields of grass and flowers. I can't seem to find much besides a couple of ladybugs and a nickel. While I'm looking, Craig calls out to me from across the field. Elron! I jog over. Craig is kneeling in the grass, inspecting something. As I approach, my heart is in my throat. As I lean over Craig, I can see it. Poison ivy. Lots of it. <laughs> I was going to say, engagement ring. This field is covered in it. This is Arnold's leg. <laughs> I put <gasps> my hand over River's eyes. No one should have to be subjected to this, this senseless violence. My God. Who or what would do this? 
I don't know. But now I think we might be dealing with something beyond our grasp. I can't look at this anymore. I turn around, trying to wipe the image of the stuffing strewn across the ground from my mind. We're running out of time. We may already be too late. Bag and tag it. Let's keep moving. Now we're going to check out those squirrels. Where did the suspect say the squirrels would be again? Oh, did we have to? Is this one of those things we had to pay? I think it was to? the tree, wasn't I think it? The tree, yeah. All right. At least I think so. Ah, there they are. Common Cedar was telling the truth. These are some rad squirrels. River seems happy now. This may have bought us some extra time. We maneuver well, back to the field. Yep. And now we move on to an Clock's ticking, dude. Where are we going next? Do we check out the playground again, re-examine the field, or head back to the wood? We've got to head back to those woods. Deep woods. I think so. We're going deep this time. See if uh, we can find that capybara in time. Are you prepared for what we might face in here? Now are you yes. ready, Matt? I am now yes. ready. We got this. Uh, I'm ready, partner bro. You? Nope. But if it gets River to stop crying, I don't care. Let's do this. Punch it. We start down the path into the woods, keeping our eyes and ears peeled for any sign of Arnold. There are no squirrels or birds anywhere. The silence is unsettling. The sun can barely peek through the canopy. It's colder here. The background is still a field. It hasn't changed to the woods. It's really bothering me that the background hasn't changed, but suddenly we hear voices. I want to do it. You got to do it last time. <laughs> Craig and I come to a clearing where we find Christian and Christy kneeling over something. Stop right there. And put your tiny hands where we can see them. Christian and Christy just stare at us. You heard the man. Put your hands up. We're kind of in the middle of something here. Yeah. Can you come back later? <laughs> what are you kids doing? Cut, cutting stuff up. Cutting, cutting stuff up to see if it bleeds. My heart is pounding. Is, is, this, is this the end of the line? I step closer. I can't believe what I'm seeing. A pair of safety scissors lie in the dirt. And... Arnold. What have they done to him? What's in the box? What's in the box? Arnold. Goob. You heard the baby. Hand over that capybara. No fair. Finders keepers. 
No, not finders keepers. That is our property, and you have desecrated it. Uh, well, how can you prove it's yours? <laughs> Craig holds up Arnold's severed leg. I have to look away. You two got sloppy. You left evidence behind. I think you'll find that this leg fits perfectly onto this body. Christian and Christy look at each other. They don't know what to do. How about a deal? You give us the capybara, and we don't tell your dad about this. Mmm, fine. She hands over the stuffed animal. And give us those safety scissors, too. They are clearly no longer safe in your hands. She hands them over. I'm glad we could figure this out. Come on, partner. Craig and I start making our way out of the woods. He turns around and calls back to the twins. And tell your dad to stop letting you watch true crime shows. With the capybara back with its rightful owner, Craig and I shamble into a nearby diner, exhausted from our adventure. We find ourselves a corner booth and settle in. That was a tough case, but we cracked it. We're different now. Changed men. Did we get in too deep, Craig? It's nothing a hearty brunch can't fix. Roll credits. <laughs> My stomach grumbles. I suddenly realize how big of an appetite I worked up. Brunch. Give me brunch. Give me brunch. Give me brunch. I start pounding on the table like a child. Why don't you... Cool it, bro. <laughs> I have a strong philosophy on brunch. You see, the first thing you do is divide your brunches between the bougie brunch, the upper class mimosas and eggs benedict brunch, and the grimy brunch, the gimme coffee and bacon and cheesy hash browns brunch. There's a time and a place for both, and I think most of life is about figuring out which one you need more. So... What kind of brunch dad are you? I suddenly realize I am no longer interested in Craig at all. <laughs> um, I am definitely bougie. Br what, what did he say was the example of a grimy brunch? Uh, I, bacon, eggs, and coffee. If there is one thing you should know about me, Sean, it's that I can never resist a good eggs benedict. I'm just going to say, Matt. I think the whole date is going to hinge on our answer here. So you got you got to think everything we know about Craig, everything we've been through today in the park. You uh, you get to make the call, but I'm just warning you. There's pressure here. All right, we need this to end strong. Is it grimy so or bougie? Grimy brunch is just eggs and bacon and like scrambled coffee. eggs, bacon, toast, and and a a coffee. That's not brunch though. That's breakfast. There's a very important distinction here. <laughs> Well, okay. actually, both of the things it, he mentioned are brunch. I guess bougie yeah. is, is more brunch, though, because he mentioned a mimosa. The, see, the secret is the mimosa. Mimosa is what makes it brunch. Otherwise, it would just be a breakfast. I say we got to go bougie. Okay. Would you get off of me? 
I don't care if it's $8.99 for what's essentially instant oatmeal and a slice of mango. The plating is just so nice. Oh. A fine choice. He approves. A young waitress passes out menus as Craig situates River into a high chair. Is this your kid? <laughs> you betcha. She's so cute. Hi, you. Blip. Hey, kid. Middle school's gonna be really tough, but if you can make it through that, you can make it through anything. The waitress sounds like a real go-getter. She walks away after winking at Craig. She needs those tips. Oh, seems like you're the most eligible dad bachelor in town. And it seems like this waitress is uh, not getting a very good tip. First of all, it's a dadchelor. Uh, and also, guess so. Anyway, here's the thing about brunch. You don't do business during brunch. Brunch is a time for rest. Relaxation and restoration with those that you love. And while we're having brunch at a traditionally brunch time, the most important thing to remember is brunch isn't a time. It's a state of mind. If you can't have brunch on your plate, you can always have brunch in your heart. Uh, Craig, is is there something going on, buddy? Do, do, you, do you need a... I love brunch. <laughs> I, I just... Brunch is, is my soul. Uh... uh there's something you want to talk to me about that's a... Uh, I know you love brunch and all, but... Uh, Damn it. Brunch can't go to art school. <laughs> is, there, is there something going on besides the brunch? Uh, is brunch code for something, Craig? Uh, I don't disagree with you, Craig. I just don't know if I can match your intensity. I'll open your eyes, bro. You just wait. <laughs> I love brunch. We order our food and the waitress, after very blatantly hitting on Craig multiple times, ensuring that she gets no tip, eventually brings us our brunch feast. River munches on cereal right next to us, more or less managing to get it in her mouth. I gotta say, man, it's been great having you back around to hang out with. Things have been so busy with work and fitness and the kids. I just haven't had time to really go out and get to know people. With you here, it's like we're picking off where we left off. I know the feeling, man. Moving to a new place could have been really rough for me, especially with Manda going off to college soon. You're making this a lot easier on me. Craig smiles at me. It feels really good to go on another bro venture with you, dude. Just like old times when we were exclusively roommates. <laughs> and bros. For a while, I forgot about anything that was bothering me in my life. It was just you and me and, and, and brunch. More coffee? Oh, uh, no, thank you. So, do you like workout? Uh, yeah, mostly calisthenics, but I try to lift as part of the regimen. That's so cool. I've been looking for a workout, buddy, you know? Ah, I wish I could help you out, but I'm enjoying lunch, brunch with my workout bro right now. Hello, that's me. I'm well, the workout bro. <laughs> if you change your mind... 
The waitress slides a folded note to Craig and walks away. The waitress is trying really hard. Jesus. Craig makes a face as he reluctantly puts it into his pocket. You know, for somebody who loves brunch so much, you would have think he'd have come here often. We can't take you anywhere, can we? (laughs) Baby sounds are fantastic. It's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? The next time we should hang out should be in the middle of the woods where people can't interrupt us. And also in uh, maybe some different woods this time, other than the ones where little kids love to vivisect stuffed animals. Craig laughs. Man, remember all our camping road trips back in the day? Joshua Tree, Yellowstone, that was the best. I'd give anything to do that all over again. You know, on on all those trips, you never mentioned brunch once, Craig. I want you to know (laughs) that. You never talked about brunch before. Dude, we should totally do a camping weekend. Oh, I don't know, bro. I'm an adult now. I have all these adult responsibilities. I don't think I can just drop everything to go hang out in the woods for a few days, you know? Come on, dude. If we plan things the right way, we can do this. Craig, don't you ever do anything for yourself? Craig stares deeply into his coffee mug. Of course I do. Yeah? Like what? Sometimes I let myself have one scoop of vanilla ice cream before bed, but only if I didn't meet my caloric intake for the day. Hmm. And sometimes I let myself hit the snooze alarm, but only once. Dude, you gotta relax sometime or it's gonna kill you. I know this guy named Matt and uh, <laughs> he, he can hook you up with some good stuff at his coffee shop, if you know what I mean. Please come camping with me, Craig. It'd be so much fun, bro. I guess I could get Smashly to take the kids for the weekend. I'll think about it. I forget that his wife is Smashly. Yeah, not great. (laughs) We finish our brunches and head back to the cul-de-sac. By the way, great job keeping up today. Seems like you're already making a lot of progress. I'm probably going to need a little bit of recovery time after that. Uh, tell the girls I said hello. I will. See ya, protective. I say goodbye to Craig and step inside. God, I'm ready for a shower, a gallon of water, and a nap. Hey, we did it. We did it. I bet the I date. We did the date. We did it. That's it. Dating, date accomplished. Good job, us. I crack open Amanda's door to find her still in bed, sleepily scrolling through her phone. Now, do you want to keep going? Yeah. At least until we, we circle back to dad book? Yeah, yeah. Figure, yeah, next next dad book, yeah. Morning. 
uh, afternoon, actually. Right. How was brunch? It was good. We got kind of sidetracked because we had to travel into the depths of Maple Bay's dark underbelly to find a toy river dropped, but, you know, I actually feel pretty good. My legs give out. Man, I, 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 I'm, I'm, having, I'm having a heart attack, man. I find myself on the floor of the hallway. Put, man, put man. an aspirin under my tongue. <laughs> man, you know how to perform CPR. They teach you that in school. I'm just going to hang out here for a while. Uh, you take your time getting up, sweet pea. Get the defibrillator. Date complete. Look at that. That's it. Mission accomplished. Look at that. We got our dad points. Oh my god, that's an ins- Let me put some We have 98 million dad points and a rank of S, which I think Excellent. is the best. I love it. What Damn. does Aaron Arrow mean? Like I don't know, but we scored decently in it. Our dry heave meter is more than halfway through. Our We're very good at the murder sprints. all the way up, and our marinara is like at 50%, but dude is very low. We weren't a good enough... Barely any dude. Enough. But maybe that's good. Maybe. maybe. Achievement prog... Uh, we have a new achievement, keg stand champion. Nice. Wow. Good job. Well, it's been a long day. I'm just about ready to pack it in. After a few bites of ice cream from the freezer, I turn off all the lights and walk down the hall to my room. I wonder if Amanda's still awake. That kid needs some sleep. As I pass her room, I can hear a faint sound, but I can't quite make out what it is. I get a little closer. Amanda, are you playing with your with a drone in there? Is she... <laughs> Crying? Are you tying knots? I learned from watching you and Joseph. <laughs> the book he's reading. I knock gently on the door. Hey there, Amanda. The crying immediately stops. Not right now. Her voice sounds strained. She sniffles. I need to make sure she's okay. I open the door. In the dark, I can see Amanda's outline. Is everything is everything okay? I don't want to talk about it. Either did something happen or do you leave her alone? Did something happen? We got a Oh, that's a cool lava lamp you got there, Amanda. Did something happen? No, nothing happened. Go away. Something must have happened or leave her alone. Something must have happened. Amanda, come on. Get out. Okay, okay. I quickly leave her room and shut the door behind me. Once the door closes, I can hear her crying again. We're just going to leave it a mystery. We, wow. What has her so upset? She seemed fine earlier. She's usually so open with me. Did I do something wrong? Is she mad at me? I guess if she wasn't before, she definitely is now. 
I can't even remember the last time she snapped at me like that. I have a hard time falling asleep, but when I finally do, I'm still thinking about Amanda. Oh, that's right. She's severely lactose intolerant. I probably shouldn't have fed her all that pizza the night before. (laughs) After a long night of very little sleep, I roll out of bed and make myself a pot of coffee. I still don't know what my job is or if I have an income because I have all this free time. Amanda should be up for school soon. Maybe she'll be willing to talk about whatever's been bothering her. I made a lot of money off of my deceased husband's inheritance. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Be able to afford this house and to send my daughter to a very expensive college without any prospect of what my career is. About 10 minutes before she's supposed to leave, Amanda comes out of her room and makes a beeline for the freezer. Morning, Amanda. Have you heard of this thing called brunch? Shut up, Dad. You're not my real dad. Morning. Would you say you're more of a bougie bruncher or a a rugged bruncher? Grimy. God damn it, Dad. Get off my case. Brunch can do wonders. She drops a frozen waffle into the toaster and slams the freezer door. She won't look at me. Yikes. So, anything uh, big going on at school today? No. Okay. Do you uh, need a ride to school? No. You uh, want some coffee? What I want is my dead dad back. Oh, Amanda. Uh, I know those creepy kids in the woods could probably uh, do something. (laughs) Bring him back. (laughs) For a price. Everything has a price, Amanda. Amanda pulls the toaster lever up and takes her still freezer-burned waffle out before it's finished cooking. I have to go. Amanda picks up her bag and storms out. Oh, uh, okay then, Amanda. I'll just get back to uh, being unemployed here. I haven't seen her act this way in a long time. It's usually short-lived, but it always hurts. Hopefully this blows over and things go back to normal soon. I sit back at the kitchen table and look at a picture of Amanda and I hanging on a wall. In it, I'm teaching her to ride a bike. Her face is a mixture of excitement and pure, unadulterated fear. I remember how determined she was. Every time she would fall off and scrape her knees, she would get right back on and try it again. Finally, I had to stop her because she was bleeding everywhere, and then she started to cry because she didn't think she needed bandages and wanted to keep trying. As I put the bike away, she just stood in the middle of the street and screamed. Then I took her for ice cream, and it was like nothing ever happened. After giving it a little bit of thought, I decided to get her tested for like a psychological evaluation because that's definitely not normal. Turns out she's a textbook psychopath talk about things i'm only gonna make things worse but i have an idea i'm gonna introduce her to my friend robert i start rummaging around for ingredients i hear amanda walk in the door instead of heading for the kitchen like she usually does she makes a beeline straight to her room she's clearly trying to avoid me hey uh pumpkin What? Can you come here for a second? 
there's a moment of silence. Yeah. I wanted to say, I'm sorry about last night. I'm just worried about you, kiddo. I get scared when I know something's wrong, and I get even more scared when I feel like I can't do anything about it. Dad, I... So just, whatever it is, and you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but whatever it is, I uh, I just want you to know that you have a dad in your corner who wants you to be happy. Honey, you know how bad I am with words, so uh, I was hoping we could speak a language we both understand. I pull out a fully packed joint. I pull out a cake out of the refrigerator and place it on the table. Hopefully the frosting has set by now. Ta-da. Ta-da. Dad. It took me a really long time because I ran out of red frosting somewhere around sad and I had to start over and, uh, this is beautiful. It's strawberry. Amanda gives me a big old hug. I grab some plates and forks and serve up some delicious cake, getting back all the calories I burned yesterday. And spoiling our dinner. So, it's really stupid. What is it? This whole thing. I know I've been really weird lately, and there's just... I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like I might have to make you a chart, because I'm a huge nerd. I'm listening. You want me to take notes? I guess I should start from the top. So, you know how Emma R. is going to that fancy art school in California, right? Emma R. Uh, the one who puked in Dead Goth and Beyond? The best friend or the other one? Matt, this is a test. Have you been paying attention? Emma R. I think Emma R is the one. Isn't she the one who pooped herself at the sleepover? But that's not one of the choices. Um, she's either the. I think she's either the. No, I think she's the one that puked at Dead Dead Gotham Beyond, right? Dad, that was me. <laughs> oh, oh God, that was that the was worst, worst one. You didn't even miss. You mixed up with your daughter. Damn. Wow. What? I thought you were Emma P. Dad, are you doing okay? I'm getting legit worried. <laughs> that was the worst choice. <laughs> Thinks I'm an imposter. Emma, I remember Emma P is the one who pooped at the sleepover. P for poop. Yes. So I guess Emma R was the best friend. I guess. I don't know. I've been doing a lot of gluing and varnishing and unventilated spaces. Carry on. Anyways, ever since she got the acceptance letter, I've been feeling like she's drifting away, you know? And she's been spending a lot more time with Grace and Emma P, the one who pooped her pants that one time. I just thought it was all in my head for a while, but then I found out from Rosie M that both of the Emmas, Grace and Noah, all went to a party at Mackenzie F's on the same night. They all told me they were busy studying for the Calc AB final. Yikes. Looks like they hate you, Amanda. So, another important piece of information is, uh, God, this is embarrassing. I, um, have a crush on Noah, and, uh, that's a thing. What? Uh, whoa. 
Whoa, I had no idea. <laughs> I definitely didn't know that. Just like I didn't know that it was you who puked in the goth store. Are uh, Okay. You're a bad liar. So are you. I learned it from you, okay, Dad? Anyway, so the only person I told about the crush was Emma R., and she promised not to tell anybody. Emma R. is my best friend. I know you're easily confused. I didn't confront them about the party thing because I didn't want to start drama, so I just keep quiet and keep going about my business. And then, one day, I invite everybody out to get nachos at the mall because I have this weird food addiction. And after not texting me back for like two hours, even though none of them ever put their phones down for more than 60 seconds, they all say they're busy, like at the same time. So I tell them, never mind. I'll just eat nachos at home, right? Again, why do I have nacho ingredients at home? But we're all out of chips and I really wanted nachos. Again, it's a serious eating disorder. Totally understandable. So I go to the mall anyway. I get to the food court and who do I see there? But Grace, Emma P, Emma R, and Noah, all hanging out together and eating nachos without me. Whoa. It looks like it gets they better. Dislike you, Amanda. I'm standing by the escalators watching them, and I realize Noah has his arm around Emma R, which is kind of weird, right? But then they kiss. And then they do that gross lady in the tramp thing where they each take one end of a nacho chip and eat it until they're smooching, which is weird because the chips aren't even big enough to do that. No, no. (laughs) Yes, I know. So I storm over there and I'm like, hey, I hope you save me some nachos. And Grace (laughs) drops a nacho on her shirt because of course she does. And MR just like glares at me. (laughs) Typical Grace. Grace, uh, Grace, nothing is coming up. I don't know who that is. Oh, Grace, yes. Grace is the... Is she the boring one, the gossipy one, or did she poop the bed too? Well, Emma P, P for poop, Yeah. G for gossip. I think she's the gossipy one. I know, you got it. Gore. That should be an achievement right there. (laughs) Yeah. Grace is the one nobody really likes, or I, I guess that's me now. But anyway, <laughs> that. nobody... No, Amanda, that's you. You're the one nobody likes. <laughs> You're the unlikable one. <laughs> but anyway... To go to nachos. Nobody will say anything, and I'm just like, you guys suck, which I realize is not the most eloquent thing to say, but I was very angry and really embarrassed and also hungry for nachos, and I just wanted to get out of there. So I left, without nachos, I might add, which only further added to the shitty day. And I immediately drafted a super long text to the group chat asking them why they've been so weird. And I wrote another one to Emma R asking how long the Noah thing's been going on. And sorry, I know that's a lot. You still following? Uh, You either. What did Emma R say? Um, (laughs) I'm a little confused, but I think you understand or I have no idea what's happening. happening. I think I'm a little confused, but I think I understand. That's okay. You're trying. So what happens next? Oh, okay. Get a load of this. Emma R says, you know what? Let me just read it to you. Amanda pulls out her phone and reads word for word an arduously long string of text messages. 
Can you believe that? Can can you believe that? I cannot believe that. I care so much about Amanda's social life and mental well-being, but man, I do not understand what she's talking about. This is all way beyond me, but I am trying my damnedest to be supportive. They were dating in secret for like months. So I told her that she's being a really terrible friend. And she's like, well, if you think I'm so terrible, then just stop being my friend. And I was like, okay. And then she left me on red. And then. Just for the record, Sean, in case you're not familiar, being left on red for teenagers is the probably the worst thing you can do to someone like the worst thing. Wait. Wait, Le- left on, left me on, left me on red. What's that? Oh, like she saw my message and didn't reply. And I know because there are read receipts, which for some reason I have turned on. <laughs> you can, even though you could easily turn them off in settings. I don't know what read receipts are, but I'm just going to nod and pretend that I do. Uh, gotcha. So while this is all happening, I'm talking to Emma P about how mad I am because she's at least kind of being reasonable. And I'm venting to her about how pissed I am at everybody and stuff. And then out of nowhere, Noah texts me and is like, how could you say that about me? And I'm like, say what about you? And he tells me that Emma P sent screenshots of everything I told her to the group chat I got kicked out of. All right. All right, Amanda, you lost me at screenshots, but that definitely sounds bad. There's so much more, but honestly, it's all just really stupid teenager stuff. The bottom line is that everybody dropped me. Half of my grade hates me, and now I have no friends. Kind of like you, Dad. Amanda, I have a, I have a, I happen to, I'll have you know, I happen to have a bro named Craig, who is my, my exercise bro. Amanda, I'm, I'm so sorry. I almost expected it from everybody else, but Emma R has been there since dad died. I can't believe she would just stab me in the back like that. I'm not even that mad she's dating Noah. I'm just upset that she lied to me about it for so long. Amanda stabs at the remnants of her cake. Okay, I take it back. I'm kind of mad she's dating Noah. Like, what did I do wrong? Why did everyone else just suddenly decide I'm not cool anymore? Why wasn't I enough? I don't understand. And as mad as I am at everybody, like, I miss them, Dad. Amanda looks so dejected I almost can't take it. What could I possibly say to help? Anyways, that's it. That's the whole sword tale. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for more hot gossip. Wow. I know. It's pretty dumb. So, uh... They uh, they finished those nachos, or uh, you brought them home, or, or what? Uh, uh, it's not dumb. No, it's a stupid thing to be upset over. Amanda, your feelings are real. Don't you ever be mad at yourself for having feelings. I guess. Unless you've secretly been a robot this whole time, who's been approximating humans' feelings as a, a, a trick to try to get me to admit that I don't have a job. 
Dad, I feel like you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> Dad, if I was a robot, I would have transformed into a monster truck a long, long time ago. But uh, seriously, I know you probably don't want my, my advice, but I feel like it's my duty as a dad to bestow upon you a few nuggets of fatherly wisdom. Uh, not all friendships last forever. Real friends don't do that. Oh, or high school sucks. Oh, people are going to come and go out of your life. It's just how it works. Not every friendship is going to last forever. So cherish your friends while you have them. When it's over, don't dwell on so much on the bad stuff. You had some good times with Emma R. But you guys grew apart. Learn from it. And keep moving forward. There are so many new friends out there to make, and they're going to be so much cooler than Emma R. and the rest, and even the one who pooped herself at the slumber party. Ultimately, I think this says way more about their character than it does about yours, because you're amazing, and if they can't see that, well, that's their problem. I'll keep that in mind. I look down at the table. Did we just uh, eat that whole cake? Yes, we did just eat that whole cake. Well, Craig's never going to talk to me again. Good talk. Going to have a lot of running to do to uh, make up for that cake. Amanda gets up to go to her room. Before she closes the door, she turns around. Hey, Pops. Yes? Do you have any nachos? <laughs> uh, no. Thank you. You are always welcome. I love you, Manda. I love you too, Dad. <laughs> but I am dangerously allergic to strawberry. How could you forget? I have that really lethal strawberry allergy. Go grab that. Terrible. Okay, we're back to the dad book. Time to save. We are. Okay. Wow, Matt. Wow, what a great date. We're, we're, we're A-plus dadding. We're A-plus dating. Really the two key components of this game. So we needed we need one more date with Craig, and we that's it, right? That's the... Yeah, the, the camping story. trip. That's correct. The camping trip. Okay. Okay, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that on the next exciting episode. No, not the next one. At some far future episode, we will do the third date. But don't you want to know how that camping no. trip goes? I'm dying. No. Now. I don't know. Is there no. going to be another adventure? Uh -uh. No. I, if I got to lose her capybara again? Maybe she'll literally fall into an actual river. I don't know, Matt. Will Elrond no. finally have the big one while he runs up the, the tall hill again? Absolutely. No. No way. Not. Uh-uh. Nah. -uh. No, it's June. June June is no dad's month. It's it, it, We're going to have an anti-Father's Day. Will Craig finally settle the debate between grimy brunch and bougie brunch? No. Tune no. in for the next exciting Never. episode. Nope. Folks, come on back uh, next week because we're going to have a topic totally unrelated to this. Grab your nachos uh, and your meat lover's pie. 
Nope, no way. Don't call Rico at the pizza shop. He cannot help you. Um, I think I think you probably should call Rico. I think he someone needs to check in on him and his. And his he's not. And, I mean, he's he's very casual with young women. So I don't. There's something bad going on there. Um, no, listen, we're gonna wrap it up here. But uh, but gosh, Darren, appreciate everyone joining in for the world's longest March Madness ever. Um, it's been a real treat. Uh, but be sure to come back because we got a lot of great, exciting stuff coming up the rest of the summer. Um, but until then, on behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We're going to see you next time for another great episode of Up for Debate. Dad test. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.